Say hello to the bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. All right, welcome to Say Hello to the Bad Guy. I'm your host, Locke, and this is the podcast where we drink, smoke, and bullshit about the life of a historic criminal. Now we're talking outlaws and gangsters. We're not going to cover too many serial killers. That's just a little bit dark for me, and this ain't no true crime podcast. Honestly, you can't call this a history podcast because I'm no historian. I'm just a history fan that does some research and bullshits about it with his friends. So speaking of my friends, let me introduce you to my co-host. So first with us today, we got DC. What up, doe? Then also with us today, we got Cancer. Uh, hey, guys. What's cracking? <laughs> and then on the fourth mic, we got Dan. Hey, what's happening, Kevin? All right. So this episode, we're doing things a little bit different. So since we're doing a special episode, I brought us a special drink Ooh. that usually just decorates the studio. But I figured we'd actually bust it out today, even though I did uh, distribute it very stingily. Yes, uh, but we got us some Blanton's bourbon. So I know it's come up with cancer quite a few times. Have either of you ever had Blanton's before? I have not. I've I've heard the name plenty of times, and I honestly I don't know through my bourbon adventures if I have drank it before. But this is my first time consciously drinking Blanton's. So uh, Blanton's by the same company that makes Buffalo Trace, but they have their... I have had that a lot. Well, a so, lot. So it would be like the the Roush Buffalo Trace, if that mm. makes sense, or the Cobra Edition, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have a whole different factory that they make it on on the uh, on their compound, and it's usually hard to come by in the area. It's fairly pricey, especially because it's one of those secondary market things where yeah. Uh, People get them in and it's rare, and then they want to upsell them to, you know, two, three hundred percent. They know a guy who knows a guy and they snag three or four <laughs> and upsell it. Well, uh, what do you guys think? I like it. It's, it has a bite to it, definitely, but I like it. It's um has a really good taste, really good flavor. Definitely that first sip was, had a bite to it, but uh, definitely one of those I would drink. It's a, to me, this is one that. I probably would sip with ice in it instead of just cold, uh, just because of that little bite that it has in it. But I like it. So I usually drink my bourbon or whiskey with ice. Mm-hmm. You're technically not supposed to with ice. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times it depends, they, I guess. It depends. I've seen people say technically the way to drink whiskey or bourbon is to put like just a little drop, like a little tiniest bit of water into it to like open up the flavor. Well, flavors. it just depends. Like if it, do it as needed. Right. So if it doesn't need anything, drink it neat. If you feel it needs a little something, you could try add a little water. And then if you're if it's something that's just like way too hot but you still want to drink it, then you could probably add a cube to it. So just in case anybody's ever wanting to send us some fucking Blantons and uh we'd greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll review every bottle. <laughs> I'm not even that picky. Just start sending us bottles of booze. <laughs> Just send bottles, Dan. Yeah. Send us some Gilbies. What the fuck? I don't... <laughs> it don't even have to be bottles. I'll take tall boys. Just some I mean, pop off. I don't anything. <laughs> I have a send str- us a box of wine. I have a strict <laughs> policy on Blantons. I'll only buy it like retail. I will not pay extra because there's a lot of bourbons that are cheaper that are as good, but the bottle's dope. So if you can Lord. get one, you know, get one. But. Well, Blanton in the 
bourbon world, the bourbon sphere, Blanton is known to be one of the nicer ones. And like Locke said, it's it's not the normal twenty thirty a dollar the fifth like buffalo traces this is yeah the upper echelon which real quick isn't the other one uh eagle rare like it's buffalo one, chase too. eagle rare blantons that's sort of the buffalo they trace, make a bunch like, yeah they ladder. make a, quite a few um yeah. but uh yeah like the eagle rare you usually find it around here for like 50 60 bucks yeah like there's buffalo trace which is like the 25 dollar give yeah. or take whatever then it's eagle rare and then you get into the blantons Pretty much. The yeah. nice bottle shit that you forget uh-huh. is drinkable because it just sits in the corner of the studio. So you just think it's a work of art. Then all of a sudden your host <laughs> whips it out and you're like, oh yeah, there's liquid in here. <laughs> oh yeah, Sweet. we can actually drink this. Sweet liquid. So I appreciate you sharing your blends with us. No problem. Hmm. And uh, speaking of whipping it out. Uh, <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> This is some that's some spec powered pro shit. <laughs> that is. Someone's trying to get that's seventy grand a year for that. No, somebody's trying to get a bump up in the promotion. <laughs> so, support for say hello to the bad guy is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels, and they just launched their fourth generation, the Lawnmower 4.0. So join over four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code bad guy at manscaped.com. We were all, we were all some of the first people to get the lawnmower 4.0. You guys all got mm-hmm. your kits in. What do you guys think? Shit. My balls are so smooth. You think I got Botox. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Cause I was going to use a Dave Chappelle oh, reference. Yeah. <laughs> also, His balls but, uh, are so smooth. smooth. Eggs. <laughs> But uh, my my favorite part about it actually was the ball deodorant. Mm-hmm. The ball deodorant it was like a one. But I, I have to say this, and hopefully Manscaped won't be mad at us. But I'm a little mad at Manscaped, and this is the reason why. Back in the day, I was one of those few males that always shaved down below, trimmed, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And that gives you an edge with the ladies. It mm-hmm. does. But now all of a sudden, they got old men. Like, this is back when I was younger. So like, you got old men the shaving competition balls expanded. now. Right. The co- it's too much competition out there. You well, know what, what ladies do when they come across you and they're used to dealing with, like, hairy balls? You got to find something new to shave. Smoothest eggs, balls, you know? So, so Manscaped, you know, my only gripe is that they got more men out there grooming, and now it's a little bit more of a fight, you know, with the ladies. They, they're they not surprised when they say, oh, I've seen one of those before. They've raised the bar for competition. Exactly. They, they, that exactly. used to be your uh, your go-to move. Exactly. Now everybody's got smooth everybody's balls. Everybody's got sure. it. Botox Absolutely. on the balls. <laughs> I'm a fan of grooming myself, and a lot of it's only just because... Uh, I've always tried to not be a hypocrite in relationships, and we expect ladies to mm-hmm. uh, keep a certain level of grooming. So I've always tried to reiterate, like you said, that, that used to make me a standout. Now, yes. uh, not so much. But and I'm not <laughs> well, and I'm not saying, uh, you know, you got to go with like his and hers landing strips. I'm just. <laughs> You got each other's names shaved in your pubes? I prefer the right side up cross and the upside down cross. Lock- what I got is on on. Me and my girl, we got matching. We got each got a half a heart. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the way to go. Lockhouse decoration. He put a part in his. <laughs> <laughs> He's got little beads in the little parts that aren't. They're braided. 
So uh, we got the performance package 4.0, which that comes with the crop preserver, the crop reviver, which is anti-chafing ball deodorant. Uh, we got the boxers and the boxers, not only comfortable, they're anti-chafing, but they're they're quite flattering mm-hmm. also. So that'd be like your your date night boxers. Yeah, <laughs> I had a three inch dick, and then I put them on, and it's like a seven inch all of a sudden. It's like a push up crazy push up bra for your balls. <laughs> hey, if you you trim the bushes, the tree stands taller, man. That is true. If, if you're not if you're not working with a lot, at least get the most out of what you had. The sure crabs really it. hate it though. Um. <laughs> I'm actually going to run with that. Manscaped. <laughs> Hated by crabs. <laughs> so for anybody out there, it's like, you know what? I'm not sold. I'm not shaving my balls. Look, they got they got lip balm. They got body wash. They got shampoo. And any, ball deodorant. Yeah, ball, ball deodorant. Look, if you don't want to clean, if you don't want to shave it for her, please give her the ball deodorant. She deserves that. Exactly. No, do some shaving down there. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Um, Even if you're perpetually single, because it might be why you're perpetually single. All right. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not getting repeat customers, you got to look yeah. at what you're doing, and that's a good way to start. Half of it's your personality, the other half is your balls. So get twenty percent off free shipping with the code bad guy at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use the code bad guy. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And for real, use that uh that code because that helps the show out a lot more than a lot of other things. So for sure. if you want us to get more sponsorships and shit, use our code. Yep, and send us plantains. Yep. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and get started. And the bad guy we're covering today is Buster from Chicago. This ain't negotiation time. This is Scarface, final scene, fucking bazookas under each arm. Say hello to my little friend. This story of where he met Dave. It was like a 10 second delay. It took me a second. <laughs> I, I'll edit it down. It'll seem like a good joke that we all picked up on. Yep. <laughs> we just pump in a live studio audience. So uh, Buster from Chicago, this is a little different than what we normally do. And uh, oh yeah, here's my, my little heads up that always tells all my friends that I don't pay my bills. <laughs> bootleg software this is a little bit different than most episodes we do so this is actually kind of a follow-up episode to the joe valachi episode we got a lot of feedback on it people really liked it it was a real popular episode joe valachi is pretty popular guy in the gang world so this was just something that we kind of wanted to follow up it's it's like a uh like a supplement to the joe valachi episode like if this was the dvd this would be a little bonus during the McClellan hearings that are known as the Vlachi hearings, Joe Vlachi described a mafia hitman that he referred to as Buster from Chicago. Joe described him as young and looking like a college boy and carrying a Tommy gun in a violin case. This look like a college boy to you, huh? So this is my question. Of all the nicknames, right, how do you get Buster from Chicago? Why wasn't it like Chicago Buster? You know, or like the weird like thing Chicago is Chicago Red, because there was like, a there was a Buster from Orlando, oh, okay. there was a Buster, Buster from Tallahassee, from yeah. Detroit, and yeah. The, you know, and you got to say the whole thing like that skit pimp named Slickback. You got to say the whole. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Buster, <laughs> right. and he is from Chicago. No, right. it is Buster, Buster from, from Chicago. Chicago. You got to yeah. say the whole thing. <laughs> I, I actually think the real reason would be that Joe Valachi was an idiot. 
but <laughs> I don't want to get into too much industry talk. You know, that's like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to use uh, gangster jargon, but I think he's probably dumb as fuck. <laughs> I gathered that from the episode. It's amazing. Uh, um, so he was a cast of Lamar's Descent, which made Salvatore Maranzano anxious to bring Buster from Chicago in because he was also from Castle Lamares and is uh it's a place in Sicily and this was in the middle of the Castle Lamares wars. See, he's not even Buster from Chicago, he's Buster from Castle Lamares, <laughs> but from Chicago rolls by way matter. of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that, that was too long of an That's that's like the old uh, WWE intros. It's like when you hear Bruce Buffer like, by way of <laughs> So um his first assignment was mob pioneer Giuseppe Morello. So we covered Giuseppe Morello on an episode. He was one of, he's known as the clutch clutch hand because he had a deformed hand and he was the original guy to kind of bring a, a lot of the Sicilian mafia style traditions to America. Mm. And on August 15th, 1930, Giuseppe Morello and his bodyguard, Joseph Pirano were gunned down in his East Harlem office. He looks more like a cowboy from like the Wild Wild West than he does like a Italian mafioso, especially with that mustache into a slight goatee. So those big mustaches were actually called, they called them the mustache peats. Mm-hmm. So all the Sicilian gangsters at the time wore that. That is the reason that made men can no longer wear mustaches because after the Luciano organization took out all the old Sicilian mustache peats, Kind of as a tradition to move forward, they were like, ah, ah, no more mustaches. We're done with that. Got it. Mm. I think that was a good choice. That, <laughs> yeah. that it's a bad look. Like, yeah, it looked like H.H. Look. H. Holmes. <laughs> Fucking... He looks slightly homeless. Looks <laughs> like he ate a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> He's also credited with the killing of Joe the Boss's lieutenants, Alfred Mineo and Steve Ferrigno. No relation to Lou. That you know of. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that. Like, that's a thing. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Alfred Minio could be related to Sal Minio. Buster from Chicago's last murder he was credited with was on February 3rd, 1931. And it was Giuseppe Catania, a.k.a. Joe the Baker. So he killed him while he was with his wife. And Buster from Chicago bragged that he was so proficient with his shotgun that he was able to kill Joe while not hitting his wife, despite shotguns having a big spread. Mm. It's probably said that where he said he carried a Tommy gun in a violin case, it's physically impossible. <laughs> Unless you're desperado. <laughs> right. You can carry a violin in a Tommy gun case, though. You can. 100%. <laughs> he walks in, he's got a crossbow in a tuba case. Um, you play the French horn? That's amazing. So you think, yeah, so that's ridiculous. We can eliminate that. That's not a real thing. He actually carried probably a shotgun and a guitar case. <laughs> yeah. So he was I mean, still, he was still doing be ridiculous. <laughs> so he's still doing cartoon gangster shit. It yeah. just was a little different than he thought. It's smart. What else are you, you just going to walk around with a shotgun? It's convenient. It's right. concealed. That's it's Buster from Chicago. He's a resourceful fella. <laughs> What's so, fucked up is he kept a tiny gun in a flute case. <laughs> it was a derringer. <laughs> he carried a derringer in a flute case. No, it was just a blow dart gun shaped like a flute. <laughs> Before derringers existed. A derringer in a harmonica case. <laughs> <laughs> carried blow darts in a, uh, <laughs> in a pool stick case. So Buster survived the Castle of Mare's Wars, but he trusted Luciano, saying they'll take us away one by one. 
this was odd because most of the younger guys, which he was, were the Luciano guys trying to eliminate the older generation. But Buster was Costa Lamares, mm-hmm. so he was more of a Maranzano guy. Valachi testified that Buster from Chicago was killed soon after the Castle Mares Wars in a craps game. Now, author Alan May claims that Buster was invented by Valachi to avoid acknowledging his roles in the killings of Mineo and Ferrigno. Hmm. Oh, so there is no Buster from Chicago. There's no Buster from nowhere. This whole thing is a lie. Some M. Night Shyamalan shit. <laughs> right? We just got twisted, all of us. <laughs> or usual suspects. I guess the, uh, thing. So Buster was yeah. a ghost this whole time. Was it Kate, uh, Caesar uh, Kozar? Or what, what the fuck? Kaiser, Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose. His cousin. No, <laughs> his, it was Caesar Kose's cousin. <laughs> Kaiser Sose. <laughs> <laughs> they go way back. See, that was it. He was just walking. He was just looking around the room. He was like, yeah, he kept the shotgun in. Uh, then he saw a guitar. Guitar case. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he did. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Yeah, his name was uh, Buster from uh, <laughs> Chicago. That's it. It was the first city he could think of that was not New York. It's the only other one he could name. Looking at a map. They yeah. probably corrected him, too. So his name was Buster. No, 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 no. Buster from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. You gotta say the whole thing. Middle name the last name <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. Don't be rude. Don't disrespect the don't disrespect the dead. Yeah. Okay. Buster from New York, that's a real guy. I mean, they're both real. I mean, what am I saying? I'd love if it is made She's up, but he that. thought that it was real the whole time. He got Tyler Durden. <laughs> First rule about Mafia Club. No one talk about Mafia Club. <laughs> So uh, one of the things that LMA pointed out is he said that the Valachi was made shortly after the murders of Mineo and Ferregno. So he said that was kind of evidence. Valachi did it, didn't want to take credit for it, got made. So that was him making his bones. Mm-hmm. But that's really kind of open for the public. Now, my boss, Joe Bonanno, ended up writing a book called Man of Honor in 1983 where he claimed that Buster from Chicago was actually a guy named Sebastiano Domingo, who went by the name Bastiano. And you know you can believe him, because he wrote an autobiography of himself called Man of Honor. Yeah. <laughs> so he definitely doesn't make things yeah, up. clearly. Or exaggerate anything. Just like uh, Diego Rivera in his, uh, in his um, autobiography, he says he lost his virginity at nine years old. <laughs> and he really, dabbled in cannibalism. Yeah. Sure he did, bro. I'm a really smart autobiography. The man with a big dick and an awesome personality (laughs) that everybody loved. Exactly. I like that he called it a man of honor as he's talking about all the stuff you're not supposed to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that checks for sure. But yeah, he said it was Sebastiano Domingo who went by Bastiano, which Americanized people would just call him Buster. And that book is in everybody, was in everybody's bathroom. Of the year after it came out. So, um, that sucks. So it's a bathroom that, bestseller. That sweet ass name, Sebastiano Della Manga. And then, just, yeah, he's Buster from Chicago. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. I should have just stayed in Sicily where this is a sweet ass name. That's his stage name. Or where is he from, Sebastiano? Yeah, Sicily. Oh, I nailed that one. Yeah. Yeah, like that sucks. Come to America. Like, they all get bastardized versions of their names, but at least some of them, like, yeah, you're Joe. You're this, like, Sebastiano. All right, Buster. <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> Buster was born in Castellamare, Sicily in 1910 and immigrated to America in 1913 and settling in Chicago's Little Italy. 
So for the record, Sebastiano Domingo is a real guy. Mm-hmm. Whether he is Buster from Chicago or not, oh okay, we don't know. Got it. But we know Sebastiano Domingo is a right real dude. Uh, okay. I think we know Joseph Bonanno said so, and he's a man of honor. So I think we know who to believe. Is it like the the Banksy might be the guy from Massive Attack, or he might not be? He de- Banksy definitely exists. Or oh, yeah, the guy yeah. from Massive Attack definitely yeah. exists, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Banksy might not. Yep. So then, uh, Buster from Chicago made a painting that destroyed itself, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> his family settled in Chicago's Little Italy in 1913. So I in- can't hear Little Italy without hearing Big Pun in my head. <laughs> like for real. in the middle, little, 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 did he know that he riddled the middleman who didn't do diddly? Yeah, that was close. That was right. pretty good. That was that better was than good. I could do because I was going to say la little Italy. As long as you know Little Italy, that's always that's pretty on point. For, little Italy is the best thing to say when you're drunk. Little, 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 little Italy. Did you so, say literally? No. Literally. I said I picked a little and Little Italy. <laughs> Don't be silly. In 1920, the family moved from Chicago to Benton Harbor, Michigan, which sounds like a random spot, but there was a huge fraternity fraternity of Castellamare's men that were bootlegging liquor in Michigan out of Benton Harbor at the time. Hell yeah, oh, wow. pure Michigan, son. <laughs> The whole family seemed to have a tough time in Michigan, though. So here's a series of events. You mean the mafia mitten? Because of the weather? or uh, No, there's just some, ba- <laughs> some, some bad luck, really. On December 31st, 1925, his six-year-old niece was killed by her 10-year-old uncle that was playing with a gun that he found. <sighs> and then eight months later, two of his adult cousins that were working in a distillery died in an explosion at this distillery. Damn, when it rains, it pours. <laughs> yeah, that's some bad luck. And then October 22nd, 1927, his sister-in-law died of a car bomb intended for her husband, but her husband didn't get in the car, so she did, and it blew her up. Wow. So 17-year-old Bastiano and his brother shot up the local social club where the bomber was holed up, landed on, Benton Harbor's a small place, Mm -hmm. so they ended up on the local law's, you know, wanted list, and they ended up having to flee Benton Harbor and head back to Chicago. The funny thing is, though, that was the one and only time he ever sent his wife out to start his car for him. <laughs> Are you saying it was a coincidence? <laughs> you know, no, I really loved her. They got her. I'm sorry. <laughs> Soon after the family returned to Chicago, his older brother was gunned down in 1929. Damn. So he just comes to America, gets changed to Buster, and it just all goes downhill. This sort of shit would have never happened to Sebastiano. <laughs> Remember 20 years ago when I had a dope name and a whole family? Yeah. Now everyone that knew Sebastiano is dead. He's like, man, America really sucks. <laughs> Especially Michigan. <laughs> Not saying he's entirely wrong. You know, there's, there's something there. He has some valid points. 1929, Bastiano decides to relocate with a couple family members he had left and moves to New York. So now he shows up in New York. He's young, he's violent, and he's unknown. And he's from Castle Amari. So Maranzano sees this and he sees him as a top prospect and brings him into the organization. A uh, real quick point of fact when he went to New York, did he go to Little Italy? He uh he went to Italian Harlem. <laughs> he got silly in Little Italy. Little, 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 literally. Dead in the middle of Little Italy? So now little, little Italy is actually over by Chinatown, but they actually stayed in Italian Harlem. So it's not geographically accurate as far as like <laughs> where China is in relation to Italy, right? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I really thought for a second. That's how bad I am with geography. Oh, I'm even worse. So, But I do know that. <laughs> I think. Welcome back to Matt Talk. <laughs> no, uh, Italy's like two streets down from China oh, in, the, yeah. in the real map. Yeah, got it. A couple of alleyways away. So if, if you hit France, you went too far. <laughs> exactly. After he moved into New York, we don't really have any idea of what happened. Uh, he may have been Buster that went through the series of events and became a great hitman with a shotgun in a guitar case. We don't really know for sure. This is really a good, like a choose your own adventure biography. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it that there's just not a lot of reliable information about we, him? Or You either believe the man of honor or the guy who got made. Yeah. Well, that's the the problem is, yeah, you got two people that kind of speak about it. And neither of them are very trustworthy sources. Mm. And the actual information you have is kind of... Because one was sparse. using him as a scapegoat, right? Right. Okay. In theory. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's telling the truth. Or he's using him as a scapegoat. Or got it. who he, knows what the fuck's going on with these fucking lunatics. bored and wanted to tell the cops a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Which is something that they used yeah. to do too, so it's possible. He was trying to not get put back in prison with Vito Genovese, is what he was trying <laughs> to fucking do. So on May 30th, 1933, Sebastiano Bastiano Domingo was gunned down in the Castle Cafe on Manhattan's Lower East Side. You said this was what year? 1933. Okay. Ah. So 23 years old. He's born in yeah 10, right? So he'd been 23 years old. Jeez. So if he was in fact Buster from Chicago, he would probably be the most efficient. He'd have been like the biggie of mobsters because he crammed a whole lot of fucking big names and badass in shit into an awfully short so amount like of time. Four wow. years because he he got to New York at 19, right? Because you said yeah, you know, 29. 29, yeah. So, hey, maybe he decided, you know, he was fed up and put in work and that work he put in in Benton Harbor was like, you know, it's like, oh, I want more of that. You know, when he shot up the social club, he's like, hey, yeah, and just went as like, put me to work right away. I'm eager. I'm hungry. Put me in, coach. (laughs) Well, I mean, PTSD also does shit to people that makes them awfully down for action. That's true. It was Um, called irritability back then, though. (laughs) But I, I wanted to end, I wanted to end this one on uh, on this picture because this is like the new most common picture that we're ever using. So I always remember those two fancy fellows posing for the camera in the lower <laughs> left corner. So it turns out all that is bad in the criminal world in America all stems from the Lower East Side in the 1900s. It turns out when you create poor communities within those communities, some bad guys arrive. I wonder if it's like. A Ghostbusters 2 scenario where there's just a river of ecto slime underneath that creates bad vibes. And they got to wait to call Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Winston in there. That could be the lack of pasteurization, maybe. Could be a lot of those things. It could be it could be ergot milk, like the same thing that caused the witch trials back in Salem, like way back in the day. It's just moldy bread that fucked with people's heads, yeah. made them trip balls and think they were seeing shit. Is that a fucking guitar case? Did you just shoot him with a guitar? What the fuck is happening? Sebastiano Buster? I don't know. What is going on? So that's the story of Buster from Chicago. Or not. We don't know. <laughs> It's some story that I just told. That's a story about a guy. It turns out, or Locke, not. Locke just didn't feel like doing research this week. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to just. 
Right, so somebody said that's not accurate. I said it's probably not accurate. I found a pamphlet on this guy. He was I'm watching. Des- about going over it. <laughs> he was watching Desperado. He's like, oh, this shit's cool as hell. I'm gonna put this in a store. I checked his Wikipedia. It's three sentences. Turns out Loxer's been Kaiser so saying us the whole time. There's a Dave and Buster's gift card in the corner he's looking at. There's a picture of Chicago in the other wall. He's Shyamalan us all. We all just got twisted. So the other thing I want to do today, and I said this would be a special episode, so it's a little bit different. One of the big things I want to do is I want to cover some listener feedback. So we used to cover cover listener feedback every episode. Mm-hmm. And what happened is... Uh, People started being assholes? No, the pandemic ended and we had to go back to work and I got busy again. So oh, yeah. <laughs> when we record episodes, it takes a long time for me to do the research, record them, edit them, and get them out. So I mean, you're we- acting like you're doing everything by yourself, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> Shut up and stop being a pussy. And that's why now he just started making shit up. I'm sitting here shaving my balls while he's doing research. <laughs> that's actually how the research gets done, 100%. <laughs> Wait, that's not the R&D department? (laughs) I thought that was the chain of command, bro. My bad. What happened is we record the listener feedback a lot, but sometimes by the time I get the episode edited and ready to go out, it was so long ago, or I don't know what order they're going to go in, so that gets cut. Yeah, whoever Uh, emailed already quit listening. (laughs) So so what I want to do, and I think I might do this a little bit more often, is we'll just do a short episode, and then we'll just cover a bunch of listener feedback in the one episode. Oh, okay. So, uh, next time he just feels like making up a story, he's like, I got enough mail. I can make, I can tell another story. Ruben from Long Island. <laughs> he may or may not have existed. <laughs> this is Steven from, he just throws a dart at a map. So the first listener feedback we got is a email from Lloyd. You can email us at say hello to the bad guy podcast at gmail.com. Lloyd had emailed us before actually saying that he wanted us to cover more DEFCON ones. And then... Right when he sent that, then we did the Con Man series, which was all, all like number fives and people that like, so he's like, so, clearly they're listening. <laughs> Fuck you, Lloyd. <laughs> so like nobody's been killed on this show in three months or some shit. I feel your pain, Lloyd. Yeah. So feel free to send us letters because, because <laughs> we don't care. Apparently we are the worst hosts. <laughs> but so Lloyd says. You guys are hilarious. After listening to the latest con series, I take it back. Even the fives are very We're interesting. We're no longer hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a good podcast. Then you guys did comment and woo. So this is the last letter I will be sending you. Insert toilet flushing sound effect right here. So he said, uh, even the fives are very interesting because of the voices y'all make are killing me. He says, I live in Hawaii, by the way. Forgot to mention that. Oh. Well, aloha. You are ohana. And (laughs) other Hawaiian words. (laughs) And mahalo for the email. We appreciate it. Another one. (laughs) But yeah, so thanks for the email, Lloyd. And we're going to try and cover some more number ones. But in reality, at the end of the first season, when you break them all out, it was kind of even. And Mm -hmm. we kind of spaced them out. And even if I think it's a number one, it's impossible to say, I'm going to run more number ones out there. Because well, it just depends it's on a, how many times you make the stank face when you're reading about them. You're like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a one. Well, also, as uh, before I was a self-proclaimed uh, king of the fives because I was on every five episode. Now that's changed because <laughs> Locke doesn't like me to be the king of anything. <laughs> but uh, no, I've always I've, I've been on record to saying like, although some of the number ones 
our cool Tommy Karate that was the first one with uh, Cancer yeah. I Had. Like, he he was our first number one, I think. Loved it. Uh, but super other, killer. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I, I really dig the fives. The five, because of the lack of, I don't even want to say action, because there's still some action, but because of the lack of uh, blood stains, it tends to be a more interesting story, because you have to make up. Like, if you're ugly, you need more personality. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you ain't got bloodshed, and you ain't shooting people in the face, you need to have an interesting-ass story. It's I mean, like... Teddy Rowe and the Everlay sisters, like a lot of these people are like historical people you don't hear of, but then you hear their story like, damn, all that came from that. And a lot of times I have that damn reaction to mm-hmm. fives. Yeah, I just like want to say, times damn. Have we said, <laughs> and how many times have we said like, damn, I can't believe nobody made a movie about this person. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm glad you saw the light, Lloyd. Thanks, Lloyd. Enjoy Welcome the Welcome to my five kingdom. <laughs> So next one we got is from Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at bad guy podcast. And it's from, yes, I am that mom. So it's an underscore after every word. So yes, underscore I blah, blah. Um, I look at better if it was a clap. Yes, I am <laughs> that mom. Thank you. Bitch. Um, <laughs> so yes, I am that mom. She's a public speaker, a life coach and a podcaster. Nice. Yeah. And she actually, she was podcasting. She had stopped for a while. She found our podcast, listened to a bunch of them, and then started podcasting again. She oh, said, if, nice. if these fuckers could do it, I could definitely <laughs> do it. I was waiting for you to say that. Like, she listened to a few, and then she was completely put off by the whole thing. And we're like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> these fucking no-talent ass clowns could fucking do a podcast. I could a bunch definitely. of drunk assholes fucking sit around. I'm that mom. I can do this. <laughs> Does she say the name of her podcast in there? Uh, I don't have the name of her podcast, but you go follow her at Yes I Am That Mom, and then uh, you know get the links to it. We actually motivated somebody, so that's yeah. like that's like real good. Well, I I originally thought like yeah we motivate her awesome, and then he said yeah she, she like if these idiots can do it, I can like oh maybe that's not the motivation. I was that's thinking still of. motivation. I mean yeah, you she know. wouldn't send an email or so, DM or whatever if she wouldn't. So she uh, tagged us on a post on Instagram and she said uh, it's like getting to be. The fly on the wall, hearing some cool guys talk about organized crime slash mafia people from all over the world and throughout history. These guys have a nice sense of chemistry together, great sense of humor, and interesting characters. It's making the cleaning cleaning I do go fast. That's interesting because we nice. hate each other. <laughs> and I'm not funny at all. I know, for that, one. And I definitely don't think any of us are cool. <laughs> yeah, that suck. That's the dynamic I was going for. I was like... Where's who's some of my boys that I don't like? I really want to get together and ear in my each house. Other. <laughs> Look, I know we AKA ain't cool like that house. no more, but why don't you just come over and uh, we'll shoot the shit and we'll go from there? I always assume whenever they give us compliments, like, yeah, they're talking about the other guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do too. I'm like, oh, she's only listened to the episodes I'm not on. As soon as they start talking about that shaggy sounding fuck that's annoying, I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Then on Twitter, we're at the bad guy pod on Twitter. We got uh, our boy Stephen Williams, and he. So this was after the uh, Cassie Chadwick episode, which uh, was the finale of the Con Man series. Yeah. He said, "As a Canadian, I love hearing about another of our great expats." Oh, <laughs> how's she going, eh? It was a great show, funny, entertaining, and even though you deny it, kind of educational. Keep up the good work. I will deny it. Don't you learn <laughs> shit from us, Stephen? <laughs> How dare you learn anything? Fuck you trying to think we're expanding your mind. 
What I like, even the person that's saying his education is like, it's kind of. Kind of. I mean, like, <laughs> you know. It, it I learned a lot about hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> my breakfast game has definitely stepped yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And my balls are clean, so hey. Let's, we should rename the podcast Hash Browns and Smooth Balls. <laughs> hey, that's our, that's at least our other one on the At least this network. episode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a couple other podcasts in the works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not jump the gun. Yeah. And, and those are two different podcasts we're working on. <laughs> Clean balls is definitely its own. It's all about pool, too, oddly enough. And and this is how far behind I am on listener feedback. He also hit us up about the Joe Valachi episode and said, uh, the poor bastard couldn't get ahead as a mobster, which is like I've gotten like a truckload of people coming in on Valachi. And honestly, for kind of a miserable prick and a sociopath of a mobster, a lot more people are like, Man, this guy is just sure fucking <laughs> sure had a rough go of it, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and you know, a lot of times when people end up in bad situations, sometimes it comes from, you know, you you grow up in a fuck. You have seventeen brothers and sisters. Only six of you lived. You know, the world's not going to get much brighter from then on. Yeah. You know, we can't all be champions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, we we also got uh, Cas Smiley on Twitter who hits us up like all the time. And uh, which I appreciate because we never use Twitter. So I started telling people, well, if you hit us up on Twitter, we'll have to use it. Yeah. And uh, they do now. So nice. The, the power of the Internet, man. Well, the power of you saying then we'll have to use it. Like, well, these fuckers, no choice. I'm going to tell this motherfucker what's up. Even if they don't want to. Yeah, I hate Twitter. So he was, talk- <laughs> he was talking about the, the uh- thoughts and expressions. Cancer are not the same as this podcast. We love Twitter. Twit, tweet, tweet, Twitter, twit, twit, tweet at us. Twits. He hit us up. Well, he hits us up all the time, but one, uh, so he's listening to the Victor Lustig episode. And, uh, he said right before he said, ne- he listens with his wife too. So him and his wife listen. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So Mrs. Yeah. Smiley, make Koss shave his balls, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just get on. <laughs> Promo code bad guy. Oh <laughs> Fucking get him a lawnmower. 4.0, man. And he, get, get some deodorant for them fumes. <laughs> and he's from Louisville, which oh. I believe also Blanton's is. So And nice. catch the pronunciation. We do say Louisville because we know people. My brother used to be there. So I know you have to say it like Bim P- Big Pun says Little Italy. <laughs> Louisville. Yeah. Do, do not say Louisville. Do not say Louisville. It is 100% Louisville. It's like that uh, that show that they had that was uh, supposed to take place supposed to take place in Detroit. Where the guy's like, I'm gonna go get me some Lafayette Coney Island. <laughs> like, nah, bro. Nah. Hey, what is up though? Nah. Yeah. What is up though? <laughs> so. <laughs> what is up though? Let's go to the Lafayette Coney Island. I love it. Louisville is just one of those those places. Louisville is like, yeah, we're just gonna have a nationwide speech impediment, and the rest of the nation, you have to comply. Yeah, like Spain and Ibiza and stuff. Like, okay, so we all just need to not talk, right? Okay, Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. Louisville is the Barcelona of America. I believe that's on the welcome sign. They got license plates. He says, after he listened to Victor Lustig episode, he says, now before he dies, he's going to say, this is it, the big, this is the big one. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming for you. He also, so we've been plugging Founders. 
you know, because we're trying to get some swag or some free beer or something. No, nope. founders, I legitimately just yeah, I thought you. we I thought we just drank it because we liked it. I didn't know we were trying. I to get used some to, shit. but now I want free shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I should be compensated for my brand loyalty and just liking something. <laughs> You know what, Founder? I like money, so I feel like I should just get a bunch of it. Yeah. I appreciate you for you, Founders, but if, you but send us some stuff, if we're I giving mean, some shit out. I, I like mean... booze and hats. Well, we've been plugging it, and Cos Smiley originally said he never heard of Founders, but he's going to go find some. Nice. And then he went out and got a four-pack of Four Giants. Oh, so, dope. Four Giants yeah. is a good one, too. A foe for foe. Yeah, sir. Hope you so, enjoyed it. So you hear that, Founders? We're doing God's work over here, man. <laughs> all the way down in Louisville. Hey, for real, like where oh, they're already at. <laughs> <laughs> We're helping spread the word for some shit that's already there. <laughs> we sold that one See? four pack. Yeah, one. there you go. Hey, I mean, it really all joking aside, it's kind of cool that we're spreading the word for some of the shit. That we is like. cool. Because Founders is a real good-ass beer, and it's going to be like, yeah, we talked about it, hyped it hey. up enough where people are actually buying it. We're drinking Kentucky juice right now. Yeah. And you're yeah. drinking Michigan beer? Then shit. That's I'm cool. drinking Founders. Yeah. That's so what there you I do. And Akas also said that uh, the episode 67 was the best Manscaped ad ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dell's doing the a dab. Bong hit. <laughs> yeah, what that's the what he was hitting the bong. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck am I at? Or welding. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck you said. You said that a whole time. You said welding. <laughs> How's that carburetor coming along over there? Some sort of torching. Somebody shook up your uh, Goose Island. It's, it's been sitting here the whole time, though. That's what's well, weird. it shook it up before uh, they said it there. <laughs> DC's over here squeezing the jitters. <laughs> it's not even open yet. That's, that's a bad sign. Just suck it on the clothes cam. <laughs> Are we doing shooters, guys? I wasn't prepared. I didn't know we were doing shooters. Listen, I'm still drinking it, so if something happens to me tomorrow... Are you going to crush the can on your forehead happened. when you're done? <laughs> Old frat guy fucking uh, oh, man. He's over here doing keg stands yeah. by himself. <laughs> so uh uh we got uh so Zach Tobacco, who's yeah. the host of Drinks with Great My uh Drinks with Great Minds in History. It's a really good podcast. Yeah. We plugged it a lot. He's been on the show a couple times yeah. and Laka made a good uh good appearance on it, which he stood up for Abraham Lincoln and I believe won the whole argument. I I I mean, they were all like doctors and real historians, but I like to think I schooled them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a cool guy, too. I, think I like I to did think, too. I did an episode with him. I think me, you, and him did an episode. I don't yeah, know. Uh, Uncle I don't Benny. Know that one came out. Did it? Okay. Yeah. I know sometimes, you know, you record so many episodes, some of them don't make the cut, so. So he hit us up about the Velachi episode, and he said he wanted to see Kevin James play Joe Velachi. Oh, nice. <laughs> mm. Which I could see uh, Kevin James fumbling through a mob career, especially if we're going to make it a, com- a comedy. You know, I just like want that. I want to see a mafia tell another mafioso, shuddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I definitely recommend Zach Tobacco's podcast. If you like this show, if you're into history, check out Drinks with Great Minds in History. It's uh, they talk about history. They have some drinks. They're- <laughs> 
Shocker. You just you just said the name in a different order. <laughs> there's man, or there's minds. They're great, you know. You just word jumbled, <laughs> and it's actually educational. Like you'll yeah. learn something, Stephen. You'll like this. Yeah, they actually know what they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we're we're drunk idiots that don't know what we're talking. They're drunk smart people, like <laughs> that do know what they're talking about, right? Um, or do they? <laughs> I mean, they didn't know shit about fisticuffs. Right? Tell you that much. I tell you what, they don't know shit about Greco-Roman wrestling over there. <laughs> That's sure. all we got. <laughs> so our boy Frank Lopez, uh, Frank Lopez. So he's one of our like big, most interactive listeners on uh, Instagram, and oh, he yeah. hits us up on TikTok all the time too. So he sent us an Instagram picture from Skagway, Alaska. Mm-hmm. He's from Alaska. So he's originally from LA. He moved to Alaska. Oh. And uh, we did the Soapy Smith episode. Yeah. Who's went to Alaska. And then he sent us some pictures of him. He went to Skagway, Alaska and took us a bunch of pictures. Oh, nice. nice. And uh, we got a picture of him up in Skagway, Alaska by the sign. And uh, it was real dope. And he's, you know, he's a real loyal listener. And, uh, you know, he's always supporting the show. Thank you. So you can go check them out, follow them on Instagram and, and TikTok and uh, anybody else. So we always cover like all these different spots and stuff like that. If you got a picture or you're in one of these cities, I mean, we're in every state in America, you know, mm-hmm. you go to one of these spots, take a picture, send it to us. We'll post it. What's his ad on Instagram? Are people uh-huh. sending us pictures of their regional beers? Yes, we do get that sometimes. Okay, well, they should do Lock that more just often. doesn't share it with us. Yeah, do that more often. <laughs> send us pictures of your regional beers. I'm, I'm bad at this. Uh-huh. So his uh his Instagram is Francisco four zero seven seven. Ooh, Francisco. Okay, yeah, because just by that name you said, nobody would have found Francisco four zero seven seven. So, so uh, shout out to him and and follow him. Go look at those pictures. Oh, speaking of which, too, uh, I recently was down south and I went to Fort Sumner and I checked hmm. out Billy the Kid's grave and shit. So by the time this uh episode's released, there'll probably be some picks up on instagram or something you check out nice. i'll send him to lock he'll put up on the facebook or instagram and shit oh yeah I got so question. that would be cool to start putting up like the little posts like you hear a town you yeah. drove by or whatever yeah snap a pic send it up so before we go i recommend a lot of podcasts uh but i also i want to recommend it's called brain jerk entertainment so i call it a podcast it's not really a podcast they call it the brain jerk umbrella so they it's do It's not a podcast. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They have a every day at 10 o'clock, they have a lighted up show. Then they have like a regular interview show called pillar talk where uh, they like do interviews. They've had like Darren McCarty and stuff on. They do like, what is the, what is the food show they got? Uh taste of, yeah, they do a taste of they're from Monroe. So oh, they'll, nice. they'll go to like different restaurants and stuff like that in Monroe and it's uh, Ryan and this guy Devin from the Dev Group, and who have... I believe is running to be mayor of Monroe. No, easy. And uh, they'll meet with like different people. They'll, they'll just go try out these different restaurants, and I have like a celebrity, you know, like different like boxers and pro wrestlers and stuff oh. like that. Oh yeah. Um, Dan, you you know the Brain Jerk guys, right? Yeah. Well, Ryan, the host of a Taste of, I've known him since I was like twelve. He's always my my boy, and. I hung out with that whole the brain jerk crew before they were brain jerk. I just went and hung out, went to go see some MMA fights and uh, went to the gathering of the juggalos with them and shit. And the thing is, Ryan, I know for a fact, and uh, Josh, who 
practically runs Brain Jerk along with T-Rup. They always, even before they did this, like to put on shows, like to get everyone together, set up. Like they always had annual Halloween parties and uh, family cook-offs and shit. But now since Josh like went whole into it and T-Rup with them and everything, now they're putting on like good events. I went and seen a Brain Jerk stand-up show they put on. They put on a lot of backyard wrestling, uh, concerts. And like you said, they got Darren McCarty because they actually started their own marijuana operation and selling to that and doing all that so that's how they hooked up with darren mccarty and stuff and uh it's legal in michigan people yeah but yeah they do a lot of stuff they got a lot of amateur rappers and stuff because they're real into hip-hop and everything so they got a lot of uh amateur rappers on their shit but yeah they're real positive guys always try to get shit going they always got stuff going on and like Locke said they got the show uh light um, it up light it up which is in the morning and at night and that's oh. just, they just bullshit. It's kind of like a FaceTime you get to be a fly on the wall for. But then they got the interview show, Pillar Talk, and a taste of. And now they recently started another one called Slay the Day, which I believe is like a workout challenge sort of podcast thing. So they're definitely sending us pre-rolls for this shout out. <laughs> that's what I heard you say, right? Hey, they could get at us. Let's bring jerk. Send us something. Make a phone call. You know them. I believe it's called, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, I'm not even going to plug because I'm going to fuck up the name. Well, like, if we had a pre-roll, we'd have that name yeah, on we it. Would and we could just say that shit right now. Yes. Cartridge something. What's, what's their, you know, what's their thing? Cartridge, pre-roll, edible? No, they do. They actually do uh, some good uh, pre-roll. They call them the tarantulas because it's, uh, they roll it in uh, the kefir or whatever. So it's fuzzy Man. like a tri- tarantula. Oh, yeah. They sell those. They do carts. Now, that sounds like that'll have you uh, rubbing a fuzzy wall, like get them to the Greek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You better hope it's a wall. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's some dude's leg. Manscaped. Some dude that didn't shave his balls. But yeah, so Brain Jerk. This wall is smooth as hell. <laughs> uh, Brain Jerk Entertainment, they're real cool guys. Uh, some of them are close friends, you know, they're family friends. And, you know, they're supportive and they're, they're positive dudes. So a lot of people listen to this and they're looking for other things to listen to. Go check them out. Or if nothing else, you probably smoke weed. You know, go buy some other weed or something. Yeah. I believe that's about it. So uh, before we wrap it up, listener feedback, hit us up. Instagram and TikTok at badguypodcast.com. Twitter at bad guy, the bad guy pod. And then any of them that you have a hard time finding, you can go to the website badguypodcast.com and you can get it all through there um our manscaped ad promo code bad guy which you can also click a link through on the website and then like always we got to thank six foe swaino for letting us use his music in the intro you can follow him at instagram it's foe f-o-e and then in person we want to thank cancer for letting us use his song in the mid rolls you can follow him on instagram at cancer the god the e is a three and uh you guys got anything before we go I just think this is one of the few podcasts where we get to say, thank you, cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, cancer. We appreciate you. I'm just happy to be back. Uh, Locke uh, barred me from coming on the pod, so you all haven't heard me in a while. He (laughs) said I wasn't good enough to get my game up, so hopefully this worked. Tell me my balls were hairy. I had to shave them before I came on. So I did all of that, and I'm here. (laughs) It's weird because he didn't check mine before I got here. Well, I seen it during the research. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. He did mine, but it was a hernia check. So it was, it was medical. Strictly for medical purposes. Yeah, yeah. It's, 
Makes keep sense. it professional. Yeah, keep it fresh. <laughs> no, no Me Too movements over here, bro. This, this is a fucking safe it's workplace. It's you two here. It's a all safe space. All right. Well, this is Say Hello to the Bad Guy. Thanks for coming, and thanks for listening. To the bad guy, bad guy. the good guy coming last place. Nice Smell that dope when I pass by. Oh. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. Down bad, my mama had to be dad. Spent my birthdays in the trap. We had to work with what we had. She been working on a raise while trying to raise me like a man. Plus my daddy in the box and all my cousins in the camera. And I don't need a hundred friends. I just want a hundred bands, a hundred jugs, a hundred scams. Hey, hey. So I don't money grab the hundred hams. I don't money grabbed a bunch of And bands. I ain't wanna fall victim to that system or the missiles. Fuck a judge with a grudge. I'm blowing crud for my mental life. Ay. And I still keep it on me. Run into your big homie. First you meet your dead homie. Ay. Yeah. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. You smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy. And her ass fake And she in love with the bad guy But bad bitches never act right She act up into that bag fly She did a turn around in one night Say hello to the bad guy The good guy coming last place You smell that dope when I pass by I let my money at a fast pace Say hello to the bad guy I pass by I let my money at a fast pace